Hi guys, good morning, good afternoon. I have tried to film this over and over again and it has not worked. Um, so, let's see if we can get this. Oh my lord. Uh, this is 15 chilling murders that happened in Texas. We're not doing all 15 because I'm going to research some of them just so it make it more interesting later on. One of them is the murder of James Byard Jr. I don't know how to say it. I'm so sorry. B, uh, B-Y-R-D. And it is, in 1998, one of the most brutal killings that took place in Jasper was the murder of African-American James Jr. Three white supremacists, Sean Barry, Lawrence Russell Brewer, and John King, dragged James for three miles behind their pickup truck along a road. James was conscious for the ordeal until his body hit a part of the road that severed his limbs. And while the murderers drove a further mile up the road before they dumped the remains of his body at an African-American cemetery in Jasper. Lawrence Russell Brewer was executed by lethal injection for the crime, and the other two were sentenced to life imprisonment. So, the murderer is considered, or the murder is considered one of the most, like, worst hate crimes that happened in, in Texas, and that had ever been witnessed and later led to James Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act, which was actually signed in 2009 by Barack Obama when he was president at the time. Um, let's go down to number five. If y'all have ever heard when you were younger of, like, the boogeyman and stuff like that, like, oh, yeah, they're not real, they're not real. Well, I, I hate to break it to you, but it, it is actually a real thing, and it was not, like, what you were told. It was, I'm um, being serious with you, um, and that is this man right here. The boogeyman is a real man, and his name is David Penton, a serial child killer from Dallas. In the 1980s, five-year-old Christy Lynn Meeks and nine-year-old Christy Dan Proctor and four-year-old Roxanne Rise were all playing on the street close to their homes when they were abducted and killed. Their bodies were found in Plano, Murphy, and Lake Tacoma, Texoma, I'm so sorry, I can't pronounce that, uh, years after they vanished. Penton also kidnapped other children, but he decided to let them go and... It was only, like, a few blocks after, like, away from their homes that he dropped them off, which I find a bit weird that he killed the other girls but decided to keep these ones. I'm thankful he kept these ones alive, but, like, that just that strikes odd. Okay. Penton was arrested in 1988, but he denies any involvement in the murders. In a rare interview, actually, um, with Tyler Corer, he claimed, this is in quotes, I'm not a monster, though I have been called a monster, but I didn't go around the country killing little kids. You could either accept that or not. They, as in the authorities, are working with each other just to clear up cases, and I'm in prison, and I can't get out there to clear my name. Who is going to believe a man who convicted of child murder? Well, because you did kill them, but, like, I mean, so, obviously he killed them, he's guilty, whatever, but he's trying to deny, he's in the denial stage, but, let's go down. Okay. Oh, no, I don't, mm, I don't like this dude. Okay, this one creeps me out so badly, dude. His eyes, like, there's photos, right, of the people, not when they're dead, like, the actual people, and his eyes are, like, 
creeping me the fuck out. His name is Dean, also known as the Candyman. Dean, the Candyman, Quarrel, terrorized the Houston area between 1970 to 1973, when he abducted and murdered at least 28 young males. He was named the Candyman because he would lure his victims using candy from his family's business. The victim would be strapped onto a torture board, and both Quora and his chosen accomplice would subject him to the unimaginable. Quora was shot and killed when an accomplice had decided enough was enough and turned the gun on him. Then in 2012, a filmmaker believes he found evidence that could identify the unknown 29th victim. Searching through the belongings of an accomplice, he found an old photo of a young boy handcuffed to a radiator. Although the identity of the boy is hard to determine from the aged photo, the filmmaker believes that this could be yet another victim of the evil Candyman. Ew. Okay. Let's do, let's do one more. Joe, the Alligator Man. In the 1930s, bootlegger and gambler Joe Ball earned his name, the Alligator Man after he built a pond that held six alligators for his own murderous entertainment at a saloon called the Sociable Inn in Elmendorf. First, he started with animals from files saved as the San Antonio Public Library, one witness recalled. The squealing kitten flopped into the pool. A big alligator lifted its jaws just like a vice and the screaming cat was bitten in half. There's more to come, my pets, Big Joe Ball shouted as the drunk crazed crowd roared in appreciation and next tossed a puppy into the bloody pool. Oh, you sick motherfucker, bro. Anyway, when the police investigated the disappearance of two barmaids that worked at his bar, Ball took out a gun and he killed himself with a point-blank shot. A handyman then took the officers to bodies of both Hazel Brown and Minnie Gotthard. He revealed that Ball likely killed as many as 20 victims, again using the alligators to destroy all evidence. No thanks. I want y'all, like, what was the one that y'all thought was, like, the most gruesome? I thought that either his was or the, um... I don't know, maybe not gruesome, but I think one of the weirdest ones, if you hear a noise, I'm sorry, this is my, it's my mouse, I'm on my computer, um, but I think it was the, the, the David, the boogeyman person, because I find it odd, like, why did he kill three, and then every one of the other ones, he just let go, he, he just let them go. And please look up his name, because he is creepy. He is creepy, bro. Like, you can tell he did some some not right stuff, and he's not right, like, in the brain. And I just, I don't understand it. Maybe next we'll go into, like, people, people, um, fantasizing about, like, these killers. I think it's absolutely disgusting. But there's these people who actually, they're like, um, they will take killers and be like, I think he's so hot, let me make a fan page about him, and blah blah blah. Like, you do realize that he murdered people, correct? But, we will get into the Bonnie and Clyde thing, like I said the last time, but I am not 100% sure on that one, because it is quite a short one. 
maybe that'll be one of my like um oh hey I forgot to film so maybe I'll just do a Bonnie and Clyde thing because honestly believe it or not Bonnie and Clyde it's it's not really a big story it's it's really not it's like you could fit a lot of information in just such a little paragraph it really doesn't take much but maybe there could be some like big murders that we might go through next because I actually want to go through some murders because I think that would actually be very interesting is instead of like kidnappings or crazy things like like the silent twins I feel like we should just you know what screw it let's let's jump into murders let's do that Okay, we'll do that next, but I hope you guys have a good day, afternoon, night, evening, whatever time it is, and I really hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I will be having a schedule. Um, if it is not, I have two that are, like, in the back of my mind, that I'm like, mm, I don't know, I might do every Sunday, or, or I might just do, um, might just do... Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Friday might not be good. But, either way, I will get the scheduling up, and I will probably post, like, a separate thing for scheduling, just to let y'all know what it is, what time to come, and because I will have a time, um, that will be set. So, I really hope you guys have a amazing day, night, whatever, like I said. So I guess y'all will hear from me soon. And uh, it is Sunday right now, so I'm really hoping that I can get one tomorrow. Or maybe I will be able to get one next Sunday. We shall see. Bye!